Hello, listeners. We're here with another side quest, and this is actually kind of a new one for us. After talking about on our last episode um, how Whistle Pig Piggyback Rye was designed basically for use in cocktails, and we always drink our whiskey neat, been a few exceptions, but usually, usually that's how we drink it. Fireball. Yeah fireball we thought like it might be kind of fun since this actually is a whiskey designed for cocktails to make a cocktail and try it that way especially because um producer sean if you listen to our last episode as you as you know was not a big fan of this 100 rye this so rye forward whiskey so we thought we would try making a cocktail all of us are going to try it on mic and um and see what we think about it the thing is, though, since it's producer Sean, who was not the fan of the whiskey neat, we asked him to make the cocktail. <laughs> so he's going to he's going to make it. Sean, what are you making for us? I am making a Sazerac, which is my favorite cocktail. Mm-hmm. I fell in love with it when I lived in New Orleans. Initially, it was a cognac based cocktail. Mm. And depending on who you ask, it was either invented in a coffee shop that became called Sazerac House Coffee after the importer of a cognac that had Sazerac in the name, or it was invented by Antoine Peychaud, who was a local apothecary who created the bitters that yeah, are traditionally say, put in mm, the Sazerac. Yeah, I've, I'm familiar with those bitters, so that's I didn't realize they were named after the person who created them. Yeah. Okay. So there are a few variations. Again, initially it was made with brandy as the base uh, over the years that became very early on a rye base and sometimes people will still do it with brandy sometimes they'll mix it with both i have always i've tried it with brandy i prefer it with rye although i've never used the piggyback rye so let's see if this gives me more of a taste for piggyback when it's in my favorite cocktail awesome awesome well thank you sean yeah Yeah. now like a sazerac is not a it's not a hard drink to find a recipe for if anyone out there is not familiar with it just google it you can find it but we're going to put you on the spot what is in a sazerac shot uh well the way i make it you got two ounces of rye Mm -hmm. you got a splash of simple syrup they say if you're measuring it out traditionally it's like a half ounce but that's a little bit much for me okay and uh i forget what the traditional amount of absinthe is but The way it's made most commonly these days is with as little as possible. Basically, you pour in enough just to coat the glass and kind of, you know, swirl it around and uh, get those legs that Valerie loves. (laughs) I love all legs. And uh, And, uh, (laughs) then pour the rest of the preparation in there. And uh, I use both aromatic Angostura bitters and the Peychaud's bitters. I do uh, like one dash of the Angostura and then two dashes of the Peychaud's. Mm. And then you want to stir it, serve it without ice in a rocks glass and with a lemon peel garnish. Okay. Well, while you get this ready, you know, I, I couldn't help looking at Valerie when you mentioned. I was wondering um, if this was going to be brought up, Tim. <laughs> when you mentioned absinthe. So Tim and I drink a lot together. And uh, Tim and I know each other's drinking quirks, yeah. as it were. And uh, I don't have many things that I'm not a fan of cocktail wise. Yeah. Absinthe is definitely on my list. I'm not a huge absinthe fan. See, I, I like absinthe, but I'm also the one weirdo who likes black licorice. Oh, no. <laughs> so, not um, a licorice fan in general. So, yeah. Not I a like, Jägermeister fan for a similar reason, you know? I, I'm not a big Jaeger fan, but I do like, I, I'm fine with absinthe. 
I do like black licorice. I would like to have proper absinthe, mm. like actually in an absinthe bar, you know, the full strength with the, what's it, the wormwood or wormwood, what? Yeah. yeah, that's in it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm down for that. I, I haven't. I don't know if you have, Sean. I've, I've had Tim. absinthe in Europe, but it wasn't like, I don't know, nothing happened for me. So no, no tripping out. No or, green fairies. Yeah, no, no green f- Um Are you a fan of Sambuca too? I, yeah, yeah. You do that as an after dinner drink. You do the, uh, the, the coffee beans and light the uh, the top fire. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would, I don't, I don't often do that, but I'm, yeah, like, like I think there, there are very few cocktails that, or I guess like um, liqueurs that I'm not okay with. There are some, like Valerie and I are both on the same page with Campari. Oh, I hate are. Campari. Yeah, Campari is the worst. <laughs> no, thank we have, you. We have a friend who we love often... Negronis. Two friends that love Negronis. Yeah, yeah. I we, love Negronis. You we love do, me? Of oh, course yeah. you do. You love absinthe. We, we, <laughs> we have we have a mutual friend. We watch um we watch he's they were part of our um our Witcher screening group who we um you know we talked about it in the podcast. We Shout would out watch Dan and Sarah. Yeah, um, we would watch these episodes of The Witcher during the the lockdown um, every Friday night, and um, and we we frequently will go over. We'll watch movies at their place, and they're they're gracious. They're they're wonderful people, really good friends of ours, and gracious hosts. They always make cocktails. But yeah, they are fans of Campari. <laughs> and, yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, every time it's like, nope, no, thank you. <laughs> but I'm interested. I mean, like a wash isn't the worst thing ever, so I can yeah, I can here, deal. Here, here's the swirl. So I can I can like, deal it's that much. Yeah, and there's much more of everything else in it. So just wanted to hint of it. One of my favorite places to get a Sazerac in Los Angeles is the Seven Grand downtown. Mm. Oh, I have not they, been there yet. The mm. way they do it is they have a little like spray bottle and they just spray the top of your drink with the absinthe and then kind of leave it to you to let it be kind of a float or mix it in as much as you want. But I do the glass swirling method. Now, <laughs> I am shocked that you haven't been to the Seventh Grand. And this is very inside baseball for our international listeners. I'm so sorry. It's a bar in Los Angeles. but it's they a have a bar in Well, Los they Angeles. have a whiskey bar inside yeah. the Seventh Grand that I've been to, which I is know. very you cool. You didn't invite me. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tim. I have other friends. I Sometimes know. I do things with them. I know, but you're like, oh, I'm surprised you've never been there. Well, I'm surprised you've never been there, well, yeah. That's because well, that's uh, that's my friend who's been there didn't invite me when I went. It's so. a tiny, tiny. Tiny little yeah. uh, bar inside the Seven Grand that I'm. What is it? Jackalope Bar Jackalope is yeah. what it's called inside. But yeah, it's a whiskey bar. It's very cool. But I haven't even been to the the proper Seven Grand. Well, we'll have um, to fix that. Yeah, no, I I, I intend to. Um, it's you know something I've I've been talking about. It is downtown, and um, you know I don't know. Like again, way inside baseball. But if you live in the valley like I do, going down to downtown LA is a little bit of a chore. Parking is a pain in the ass, and you know, right now I don't know about taking public transportation. So yeah, we're still in the the end. Of, hopefully, the end of the pandemic. So yeah, yeah. but public public transportation felt dirty even before we were in a pandemic. So now it's just it's like, not the best here. But yeah, uh, yeah. On that note, though, yeah, I'm excited to at least try this cocktail. Sean. Yeah, Sean is, has well, mixed us. Sean's liking. mixed us. You know what? If someone's gonna make me a drink, I'm not gonna complain too much. So yeah. cheers, guys. Cheers. There is absinthe in that. <laughs> See, I can barely oh, taste okay. it. See, it okay. You, oh, wait, you yeah. get it at the See? end. You get it at the tail. Oh, end. you didn't believe me. But that's so but that's a nice, a nice finish. Like, no, I think this is really good. I do think the whiskey works really well with it. With the yeah. Rye, I should say. Yeah, yeah. I think the the boldness of the whiskey 
um, really stands up with, you know, the other flavors in here. Okay, Sean, what do you think? Because your opinion is the one that matters most here. It's working for me. Ooh. Yeah, it all balances out really nicely. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it It's a bold drink, and I think it just it, it stands up when you put it in something. Like, you're right. Like, I will give you this. Absinthe is a, is a strong flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, and even in this small amount, like, it, yeah, it does I mean, hit let's you. be real. I'm still going to drink the whole thing. Yeah. But. <laughs> it does hit you. Um, and and it could be overbearing. Like, that could, you know, with without the, the right liquor kind of um holding its own standing up you know to it it it, all you'd be tasting is just that licorice and um and you're not well that's one of the interesting things about these whiskeys though that we've been trying is that some of them are definitely sipping whiskeys and some of them are definitely mixing whiskeys and i i didn't mind drinking this one no i didn't either but i feel like it does lend itself well to being mixed yeah and that's what it was intended to do um it was meant to be uh uh, a cocktail whiskey, which is interesting because I don't, you know, I don't know that that's something you hear often is, oh, this whiskey is, was designed to be a cocktail whiskey. It was meant to be, you know, for, it was, it was meant to be behind a bar and used in, in drinks. And it's, it's kind of surprising. You don't hear that with whiskeys more often. It's such an interesting sort of hook and, um, and I don't know, maybe a way to sort of differentiate themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, normally you think about, you know, somebody saying that this is my mixing whiskey or mixing, you know, whatever spirit. You're just like, oh, that's your cheap one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we should be clear, um, this piggyback rye is not cheap. It's a $50 bottle. So um, so it's not something, I mean, it's something that you can make a good cocktail with, it seems like. But it's not something that, um, you know, you would you'd buy on the cheap just to maybe sell, you know, seven dollar cocktails with so um i don't know to me seven dollar cocktails is cheap in la you know i'm like where the f are you finding a seven dollar cocktail yeah yeah baby (laughs) yeah i mean the thing is though like and you would know you're 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 the midwest girl Mm -hmm. like what are drink prices oh you're not finding seven dollar cocktails really maybe seven dollar beer okay even even in like ohio i would say like 10 maybe 10 to 15 depending where so drink prices are just expensive wherever these days not as expensive but yeah like you could probably get a drink for like 10 10 11 bucks there but yeah it's you're not gonna get a seven dollar unless it's maybe a happy hour special that's interesting because ladies night yeah i guess like i've i've been in la now for for quite a while um this is the inside baseball episode none of our international listeners give a shit about the drink prices in la well they you know i think it's interesting to talk about drink prices elsewhere because i don't know Mm -hmm. maybe where they're at seven dollar drinks would be expensive you know like um but like i i i've been in la for a while and um and so i haven't really had much in the way of drinks outside of los angeles or outside of other major sort of cities on california boy yeah but for a while but when i was younger you know i i you know, I grew up kind of outside in the suburbs and the Inland Empire, you know, and, and drinks there were a lot cheaper, but that was a while ago. So it's like if I went out to where I grew up and went to a bar and ordered an old fashioned now, I don't know what they would charge. Like yeah. they probably would charge, you know, L, like, like, yeah, minimum $10, but they didn't, that wouldn't have been the case back when I was drinking there when I was kind of growing up. So that's the thing. I wasn't quite sure what prices were i was not ordering old fashions when i was drinking when i was growing up yeah like let's be real when i was 21 22 it was like smeared off ice baby <laughs> well what did you drink you had a uh, sky a blue tr- well you had a holiday trip to um ohio and you had a, a pretty big pour you mentioned uh 
like a, a pint-sized glass. Oh, of, yeah. Sometimes what, you get a generous pour. What, what, what was a drink, though? I don't had? remember <laughs> because it was a generous pour. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that has that effect on you. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Might have been like a pint-sized old-fashioned or something like that. But, yeah. <laughs> there's, some, there's some generous pours out there. But, yeah. Sean, Sean how, Sean, come, how come you weren't pour, pouring us pint-sized Sazerac? <laughs> <laughs> I would die. That's why. <laughs> Sean, are you a California boy as well? I am, yeah. I oh, grew up in the Valley. California boys. Hmm. Yeah, in 2000, speaking of drink prices, in 2007, when I uh, moved back here from New Orleans, I was just so resentful of how much drinks cost oh, here. Oh, no. Just, like, having to spend more than $10 on, you know, it's not like I was, you know, ordering, like, fancy stuff. But, yeah, you know, yeah, Even yeah. just, you know, a regular call drink, having to spend more than $10 on something was, like, what is this? <laughs> we went... Valerie and I went to a, a bar recently. I'm not going to name the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a dive bar. Like, yeah. True dive bar. True not dive like bar LA in, dive bar. Like in, an actual dive bar. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and I like the place, to be honest, you know, but I'm not going to name it because I'm going to kind of diss on them a little bit, which is um, it's the first time I had been there in years and um, since before the pandemic, and they have jacked up their prices. Oh, my God. It was like 20 bucks for a cocktail. Yeah. And, like, and even in like a fancy hipster bar you you maybe pay 18 you yeah. know and this is like a dive bar where they're not you know that's the thing they're drinking carving not special great. ingredients in the back and <laughs> yeah. yeah it's not like with fresh lavender or no. fruits, freshly squeezed fruit juice or whatever yeah, it's like, your lane, guys. yeah like a jack yeah. and coke you know yeah i would yeah ex- exactly i would not order an old-fashioned there i know you I have did once. And there I was know. soda in it it <laughs> <Yeah>. was weird <laughs> um and like a maraschino cherry <laughs> like it's like to me it's like i go there i'll have a beer or maybe Maybe, yeah, like a Jack and Coke or something like that. All I can figure is pandemic was, you know, hard and they're trying to recoup some of the losses. Maybe, and, inf- but- and inflation is real right now. Oh, yeah. So, it's you know, rough. like I, I that's the thing. I would go back there. I wouldn't. Just don't I don't blame them for it. That yeah. just like, yeah, but I'm like, come on, guys. You know, like Sean said, stay in your lane. You're, you're this isn't your your price range. And I was yeah, we were all kind of surprised. Yeah, that is a lot. I mean, that's a lot even for LA. Yeah. Like, even for a hipster artisanal cocktail that's pricey. Well, oh, I just did killed you just my... like chug it? Today? No, I didn't chug it. I've I'm been just sipping watching it. you and I'm like, oh, it's I've been, gone. I've been sipping it, but it's gone. Um I mean, we did not pour that much we're you know we're joking about pint glasses but like uh, we're recording this after recording our our, our episode, episode yeah, gentle yeah. pours were requested so. yes pours. thank you i appreciate it <laughs> yeah. um yeah how are you feeling now valor i'm okay you're okay Fine. yeah yeah i can operate a motor vehicle if that's what you're asking but... <laughs> yeah you're not quite you know um season finale at like oh level. my god no well wait till season two guys it's gonna be a treat <laughs> um well you know since we we've been talking about whiskey and drinking and bars and where we're from and all that stuff but should we say at least a little bit about you know um the witcher for people who have been gracious enough to listen to this side quest you know how excited are you to talk about season two i'm you, very excited like, especially with like the pandemic and the delays and everything it felt like it was never going to come out and i'm so excited that it finally did and yeah we get to talk about it yeah i just i i'll be honest i think season two as a whole is just a big step forward for yeah. the show, you know, and I know, I know like within the fan base, like my new opinion about like, like fandoms is that like fan fandoms are just always going to turn toxic. It's just the like squeaky you, wheel gets the grease. Yeah. You just can't, you know, this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> they always turn toxic. Um, and I'm just not like 
you know, screw it. I just can't, you know, I can't deal with that. You know, it's just like, whatever. Um, and like we do want to differentiate. Like, there's a difference between legit criticism. Yeah, that's what I and was I, oh, just going to say. See, we're on the same page, yeah. man. But finish up. You, yeah, yeah. just and people being, like, we're not saying you can't be critical. You can, of yeah. course, and we're going to be critical going yes, forward yeah. of some, certain things. But, yeah, it's just like some people are on the internet. It's just like, wow, the reaction to season two was incredibly... Yeah. negative and toxic and yeah. tim and i both really enjoyed it for the most part yeah and i think a lot of the fans did i mean there's certainly like this we're not talking about the whole fan base here we're right, just right. talking a about specific, a segment of it yeah um but to me like when i when i heard like because we like we talked about in our 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 first season two episode we both binged the show we both yeah. marathoned mm -hmm. it and um you know within a few days you know i think a day for you um of it coming out we had we had seen it. And like I said, we talked about broad strokes. We didn't go into details because we saved that for the podcast, but um, we talked about broad strokes and it was like, Oh my God, it was so cool. I love this. I love yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like this was like really cool. And why'd they do that? I, you know, we, we, we you know, we, we kind of just hit the big beats. And then I think, I don't know if you told me or if I just found it or what, but that like, that there were a lot of fans who were just up and, you know, like oh, complaining about like, you know the changes they made and these these differences and i just was floored i'm like i don't get it i don't yeah. get it it's 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 just strange like i get like you know you love this this franchise people were fans of the books people were fans of the games and they certainly make changes with the show but i mean come on guys like it's it's an adaptation they're going to do that and so i i don't know to me it, it just it just surprised me like these are different media you can't adapt it precisely word for word you know beat for beat it just it would not play that well and um maybe people you know just don't quite grasp that i'm not quite sure maybe they just they had this image in their head and the show doesn't live up to it but um but you know to me it's just like i i i want to be surprised i don't yeah exactly to... like i don't want to see a one-to-one -one adaptation i've read the books yeah. i played the games yeah. i know what the story is there like, I want something new. I want something different. And I love that the show is doing stuff that's new and different. And again, we, like, don't always agree with some of the changes we made. And going forward, we will be critical of certain things. Yeah. But on the whole, like, I'm really happy that I'm surprised and that there's new stuff for me to, to watch and enjoy. Yeah. No, for certain. Um, and, and so, yeah, I just, I don't know. I was surprised to see that. I'm glad that there are fans who are embracing it. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, I... I I love I love the show. I love the people who work on it. And, you know, I think they're all really trying to, I don't know, pay respect to this this franchise and do think, you know, tell these story the story in a way that works for TV and that is also um I think going to surprise us a little bit. And mm -hmm. I don't think that, I don't think that's a bad thing. Um I honestly don't feel like Andrzej Sapkowski thinks that's oh, a bad thing. Oh, like yeah, he seems seen, to like it. From what I've seen, he's like down with it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I felt like season two took a huge step forward. I was, you know, thrilled. I'm excited to see where the show goes from here. I think they've said their plan is for seven seasons. I am all for that. Yeah. I'm like hoping seven seasons and a bunch and of spinoffs. <laughs> yeah. Well, a bunch of spinoffs, you know, like a bunch of animated, you know, stuff. Like, yeah. I don't know about this, this, this kid's show that they're planning. That's a little oh, that's weird. Oh, that's going to be weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but everything else, you know, like I'm all, I'm all for that. And, um, you know, and I think, uh, more and more, I the more I hear from Lauren Hiss, Smith Hissrit, 
Sorry. Uh, let's get her <laughs> name right. Warren Schmidt Hisrick. Tim is out of drink. He can't drink anymore. I'll well, do it for I him. still have a little bit of the straight whiskey. Mm. <laughs> Lauren That'll Schmidt do, Hisrick. Pig. That'll do. You saw this coming, huh? <laughs> I The more I think I hear from her, I just think she's a great showrunner and a great producer. Yeah. And, you know, I think I see why they trusted her with this material. So. Yeah, I always think it's interesting when there are people online that are I'm trying to think of a polite way to say it. Crabby? I don't know. Like, unhappy with her her direction. And they're always so critical. And they're like, oh, well, I could do it better. I'm like, oh, really? You could? Did you get the Witcher franchise yeah. greenlit by Netflix? Did you get a multi-season, multi-series deal? Yeah. Like, obviously, they like what she's doing. She's got, like, multiple shows coming out but of here, it. So. But here, here's what I like about, yeah. um, about Lauren Hissrick. She will engage with fans. Yes, like, and she like takes a lot of crap too. Well, but but there was like, you know, I don't know the details, and I I don't know that I want to call it actually certain people on Twitter. But there was an exchange she had with a Witcher fan who was not a fan right. of, of what she did with season two, and they had a big conversation. They they were not, you know, they were not in agreement, but they kept it respectful. They kept it constructive, and they both were very um, complimentary towards each other at the end. And and you know, I feel like that's what it's about. Like yeah. it's like you can engage and um, and even question, and certainly you can be critical, but you got to be respectful. And that's yeah, what just don't I don't be an ass. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, like we're not saying you have to love everything that everything love you know awesome and wonderful but but i love that she, i yeah. love that she was willing to engage with right, a, right, a yeah. fan like that and kind of have those conversations um makes me think like yeah she'd be cool with what we're saying even though we're not always 100 <laughs> percent on board with our everything. drunken ramblings she's from ohio you know oh is she mm-hmm. <laughs> oh lauren oh oh my god she needs to she needs to come on this podcast it's never going to happen but nope. she needs to come on this i think podcast. she's a little busy too <laughs> yeah like planning season three she's got like bigger fish to fry than our little dog and pony show but. i mean but she, you know if she likes whiskey come on you know lauren will poured one you. out for the bangles together oh my god I was so sad about the Bengals. <laughs> what? I was with a bunch of LA people, and they were all like, "Oh, anyway." Wait, 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 wait. The Super Bowl. The Bengals lost. I was very. Oh, sad. the Bengals. Oh, they're not my team, but oh, they're like oh. a Cincinnati team. Space. So I thought you were talking about the Bengals, Susanna Hoff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're great too. I'm like, what happened to I'm them? I'm also a big <laughs> Susanna Hoff fan, but uh, just another manic Monday. Yeah, yeah. No, poor one out. Walk like an Egyptian. <laughs> they're a Cincinnati team. I I will cheer with you for Cleveland teams, yeah. but you know. You're not, yeah, it's not especially mine. when it's they're playing an LA team. team. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. <laughs> not quite my team, but close enough. <laughs> this has been the most insane. I'm so sorry to all of our this international is what side quests people. Are. No, I, I'm not apologizing. This is what side quests are about. Guys, if you have a topic that you would prefer we discuss, please feel free to reach out, send us an email, post something on our socials. We are happy to engage with you and discuss whatever it is you want us to go off on drunken tangents about. <laughs> so I'm going to point out. And, and, you know, fair scene is how she's not, a, you know, not a fan of the absinthe. But, like, I finished my drink. I guess Sean still has a little bit left. Um, Valerie is, like, you know, has, has, has a fair amount. You know? Not a fair. There's, like, maybe a finger, if that, left. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, 
I've moved back to my straight whiskey, which is probably well, not Lottie as smart as I Well, Lottie him. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, I'm just saying, you know. like I'm not an absent fan. Yeah. But I appreciate the effort, Sean. Thank you. <laughs> like, yeah. I was raised right, man. If, if you make me a thing, even if I don't like it, I'm still going to eat it or drink it. So, you know what? <laughs> I hope it's at least one of the better absinthe experiences you've had. You know what? The fact that it's just a wash helps. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just not a huge absinthe fan, guys. There are like three flavors that i'm not a fan of one is absinthe one is ginger yeah i know i so love ginger a moscow too. mule is like not my friend oh no, no. penicillins for you either nope, none of that none yeah. of that see i i, I love ginger and like, then campari <laughs> yeah no that's the one you and i agree on we mm -hmm. agree on campari but um the other two no i mean thing is all right i'm i am fine with absinthe like if we go to a bar I'm probably not going to get an absinthe for a drink if there are drinks I like better. Like, it's not like I love absinthe, but the ginger, I actually like ginger. You know, yeah. like I often have mules. Um, like when I'm not drinking whiskey, yeah, it's usually a Moscow mule, although I prefer Irish mules. But so. see, we differ on gin. You're not big on yeah, gin. Yeah, I'm, I'm not big I on like gin. gin. Yeah, that's, that's the other one. I'm a gin martini girl all the way. Well, I like martinis. But do you I, vodka or do you I do, I do prefer vodka, but yeah. I'll have a gin martini. The, the vermouth kind of mm -hmm, kills kind, it. Yeah. But but other gin drinks I'm not a fan of, and I would never drink gin straight. It's mm -hmm. just See, I like gingers. Me. Has no one told you that vodka is just not gin yet? <laughs> no. Well, and here I was the one who suggested we should have drank gin for our gin episode. Yeah. So here I am, like saying I don't like it yet. I, you know, for the I, pun, you do it. For I the do it. Pun. I do it for the pun. And we for do the a podcast. lot of things for the pun, guys. Yeah, for the pun and for the podcast, it is worth it. <laughs> All right. Well, do we have more to say, or should we? Should Sean, we? Sean, any last thoughts quest? on this whiskey or Sazeracs in general? They are the best, and everyone should like them. <laughs> but uh, speaking of you liking ginger, hmm? I'm looking at Tim. I hope that's obvious right now. <laughs> I have another cocktail that I have created that I may throw your way in a later episode. We should do that. That also involves rye. I like this. I like this sort of side quest idea. I like of making this trend of that making drinks I hate. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> I'll make you a gin martini. Awesome. That? A dirty one, please. There you go. Yeah, make a dirty um, martini. Make these ones that make all these ones that I like and Valerie hates. And then the <laughs> last one will be one she hates or she likes and I hate. So a gin, a gin cocktail. Although we don't drink gin on the podcast. That's not what we do oh, here. We could now, man. Side quest. Anything, Anything goes, goes on the side quest. Anything yeah. goes. That that's our new motto. Anything goes on side quest. Do it aviation. But that's the thing. I actually like aviation. Ooh, so I guess there are okay, other well, there you go. See? Other, but you know, here's the thing. Like you know, not to bring it back to like, you know, like, like, like us, but it's like, I like aviations because I always have them with you. And yeah. it's like, I think like that's, that's, that's it's a fun association. Yeah. That's like the drink right, Valerie and I have together sometimes, you know, that and painkillers. Yeah. So, you know, I do like a painkiller. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. <laughs> um, so it's like, yeah, we, cl we clearly know what we like and we don't like. <laughs> well, write us in with your favorite drinks, guys. Yeah. Let us know what drinks you love or yeah. hate. I would love for all of you guys to just, and, and maybe we'll do a poll, but like, yeah, like, do you like absinthe or not? You know, I'd love to see which, you know, do you guys agree with Valerie or do you guys agree with? Are you right or are you wrong? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, maybe we'll do a poll when we release this side quest. But I do think we should do more side quests like this where not, and you know, all, all seriousness, not necessarily just drinks that Valerie will hate, but there are <laughs> other side quests where we, um, 
we follow up our whiskey with a cocktail. This is kind of fun. It was kind of decided on the fly. And hopefully you guys haven't mind us rambling and talking about our lives in LA and drinking around the city and how expensive it is. It's so <laughs> expensive. How expensive are cocktails where you live? Let yeah. us know. Yeah. Or send, punish us with your wacky recipes. Yeah, we'll we'll love some recipes. We will totally make them and drink them on the podcast, guys. Yeah. Send stuff Tim will hate, too. (laughs) Please do. Gin. All of the gin-based cocktails. Yeah. Well... Sean, thank you for making us yes, Sazerac. Thank you, Sean. Cheers. And um, and guys, like this whistle pig piggyback rye, pretty good in a cocktail. Uh, just yeah. gonna say it. Yeah, it's good straight, but it's pretty good in a cocktail. I, you know, I think it's worth it's worth trying out if you haven't tried it. Even producer Sean can't deny it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, thank you guys. Thanks for listening thank to you, us. Witcher fans. Yeah, we will be back soon with a new proper episode. Woo. So we'll talk to you then. Whiskey with Witcher is a Malcontent Media production by Tim Beadle and Valerie Petrarca. Our producer is Sean Farina. For updates, picks, and behind-the-scenes shenanigans, follow us on Twitter at WhiskeyWitcher and on Instagram at WhiskeyWithWitcher. Want to express your undying love for Roach or recommend a good whiskey? Email us at WhiskeyWithWitcher at Malcontent.media. Who knows, we might even get drunk enough to read your email in a future podcast. If you like what you've heard, toss us a proverbial coin by rating and reviewing this show on Apple Podcasts and subscribing wherever podcasts are downloaded. Cheers! Yeah. Go for it. Hello, listeners. Um, we are here with another side quest for you. Side quest! Another side quest. And this is actually a first in that we, um, after talking about this whistleback piggyback rye whiskey and how it is usually used in cocktails like it was designed i'm sorry okay (laughs) do you want the bottle in front of you yeah yeah (laughs) i'm glad you caught that say the right name of the whiskey okay i'm just gonna start the whole thing over Hello, listeners, and we are here. Hang on. Let me start over again. Can I interrupt you when you try to do it a million times? No. <laughs> can I laugh at you? You can, you but not on- at me. <laughs> you can, but not- All right. I'm ready. Hello, Whiskey. Oh, God damn it. That was just- <laughs> That was just- <laughs> It's not so easy, is it, Tim? <laughs> that was just a, a stutter or a slur or whatever. Excuses, um, excuses. Water. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Got a good feeling about this one. <laughs>